You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 147. I've been at this for a while. Of Besitaj International's The Black Eagles Podcast. And boy, we are really spending a lot of time talking to you folks these days for our loyal listeners. Um, and of course, this little midweek episode, we hope it'll be a short one. Um, because this is, we're talking about the Turkish Cup, the National Cup here. But with me again, uh, lest I forget to mention, is the Akman himself, Evran. How you doing? Doing all right. How are you? Okay, okay. Um, little Turkish Cup action here. Yep. You know, it's not, not so typical. I think we skipped the, uh, the Tarsus match, right? Yeah, we like combined it with the uh, the Air's Room game. Yeah, well, and now that we're approaching the end of this, I guess we can give it a little more significance. Um, so this here was the round of 16. We were playing against Chaikur Rizespor, a side that's um, always a little annoying for us. I feel like you know they can they always have the they have a threat for some reason, even when they're not particularly good. But. Um, yeah, what do you have to say about Rize going into this match? Obviously, I mean, we just we, recently played them. Huh? Yeah, we just gave them six goals. Yeah, we whooped the them. last game. So, uh, they put out a very different team. Um, I mean, I, like I said, it's not really like ever really been too much of a bogey team for us. I feel like we almost always get the win against Rize. Um, so, uh, you know... Always, oh, sorry, you're disagreeing with me? Right off the bat, you're disagreeing with me. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at the, the stats, I, I can tell you we, we win almost every game in the last five or six years. Um, maybe, but, maybe it's my, like, uh, old-school reflexes or something. You know, I was hoping, you know, that we would see some some faces that we haven't seen very much of. Um, and that was not quite the case. So. Yeah, um, well, I guess on that note, let's talk about our lineup here. Um why don't you take that one? Yeah, so while Rezed decided to change basically the whole team and put out like, you know, their subs, uh, Sergan was like, nah, well, I'm knuckling down and we're getting this W. Um, <laughs> so there was some rotation. Utku came in. He was like, who looks like he's officially the cup goalkeeper. Um, Wellington kept his spot because he's suspended for the, uh, the weekend. Montero finally got a start. Sakala played again at left back. Nejip shifted to right back after starting in midfield at the week. Let me make a note again. here. Um, I thought that Montero playing could either signal that he will play against Galatasaray um, and that we need to kind of warm him up for it or uh, it could signal he's not and that we would be going Nejip. But given that Nejip played right back, I think it's kind of a clear signal that Montero is the pick above him at that position. 
And so we, I think we likely see Montero in the Derby. Vita, yeah. Vita Montero, Montero Vita, I would, yeah. no promises, but I would assume. I'd assume. Yeah, um, I would too as well. I would as well. The I mean, midfield trio was changed up today or yesterday. Very much. This was a big change for Sergan. He must have felt weird doing this. Uh, instead of, you know, three defensive mids, we went with the one defensive mid with Dorukan. Um, and then Ozhan and Mensa joined him. Um, and then on the wings and up top, we basically put our, you would say on paper, maybe our strongest front three with Gezal, Abubakar, and Okuru from the start. So. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously with the back line not being particularly ideal, um, especially Rosier, right? But uh, still, you'd think this could be a good team. You, you like what you're seeing on paper. Um, you like seeing two uh, more attacking guys in the mid in the center of the midfield rather than all those sixes we typically have um, you like seeing your you know the best two wingers out there I mean you <clears throat> it's a little worrisome because obviously you wonder about the uh, the Derby uh, you don't want you want to see those guys rested a bit perhaps but um, they should be good you would think right I mean yeah I was I was expecting a bit of a different lineup um you know Tudor came back from injury we had hostage who hasn't played um Lyos was finally back in the squad so i think you know maybe one of them will start um that was not the case but i was like you know maybe we'll finish the game off in the first half and then get to see them all in the second half that was kind of what i was hoping you know get some rotation going but yeah as we'll discuss it wasn't quite a 6-0 game not quite. Um, so yeah, I guess let's dive into this match now that that's been all sort of introduced. I gotta say, right off the right out of the gates, Rize looked like they were the better side. They um, had a few attacking moves, or at least spent the bulk of the time in our end of the field. Yeah, there wasn't too many, <laughs> too many shots in general, but. No, yeah, there, it's not like they were a giant threat. Although, um, Wellington kicked the ball off of his hand, like in the yeah, in the first minute, first ten minutes or something. It was, this was the first very, very, very first minute. Yeah, I mean it was definitely real yeah. early. First um, minute. At about the ten-minute mark, uh, Montero made a really nice tackle to save us um, and Utku from having to make a save, I guess. Um, uh, so yeah, they were pressing a bit. And um, one of our defenders was perhaps thriving, while the other was clearly not. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, besides that early action, I think it would kind of slow down from there, get not very interesting for a minute or two, eh? Yeah, I mean, it was, I think I called it a snore fest, <laughs> that first half. Um, I was zoning out. Like, I swear, I, I was... You know, it's on my computer screen too. Obviously, you know, ATV and all that. But I was sitting back in my office chair, you know, staring up at the posters on my walls. You know, like. I mean, our only shot on target in that first half was Unkuru. Hit like a nice double scissor, cuts inside, and then slips. So his 25-yard shot just like trickles to the keeper. That was that was the only shot on target of the first half. So. But so yeah, a couple yellow cards were handed out. Uh, one to Ozan in the 36th minute. Doan Erdogan, who I uh, I had thought was on Trabzonspor. He came from Austria two years ago or so. 
for me. I'll, I'll get the exact. Yeah, it came in 2019, the summer of 2019. So. He uh, joined Trabzon from actually, I think he was on loan or something in the second division of Austria. Um, that was where he, his last minutes were played in Austria. And then he joined Trabzon in 2019, and that started this season. He joined Reset. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a surprise, I guess. That yellow card information is just what clued me after him having moved. Uh, a substitution was made at the 43rd minute. Was Yasin Pelivan injured? Yeah. Who's also another Austrian Turk fun fact of the day. Yeah, he, he's made his rounds. I feel like. um, so at the half, nil-nil, as you mentioned, very little activity. Uh, really quite a boring match, as you say, a snooze fest. Um, a sub is made, perhaps not the one anyone expected. Uh, Abubakar comes out for Kyle Laren. Thoughts, everyone? <laughs> I mean, from the from my point of view, um, it seemed like that was just like a planned substitution. Like regardless of what happened, Abubakar was gonna play just a half to be rested because like the the problem wasn't him. The problem was that the rest of the team like couldn't even pass him the ball once. I, mean, I guess he yeah. did like a couple times, but for like the first 20 minutes, he didn't touch the ball, um, and all the passes were just going astray. And it was very frustrating. So I'm guessing that was a planned substitution because, you know, if you don't give the ball to Laren, he's not going to score. But in the second half, uh, the team started to click a little bit, at least. So. Yeah. Um, and by a little bit, you know, you're not exaggerating. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> little bit. Um, Rize would make a sub. Uh, Brian Samudio would enter the game for... Uh, Fernando Dos Santos, um, another former Porto guy who I don't really know much about. Did you do you know anything about these? Yeah, it's been happening last a lot time. lately. When we played them a couple weeks ago, I mentioned he was on loan at Sivas last year. He had a decent year there as a starter, and now he's languishing on Riza's bench. So, yeah, um, but so he got this start, um, got a yellow card, and then was taken out by Brian Smudio. Mensa would would leave the game, and Joseph would enter. So, for anyone hoping we might bring in an attacking midfielder, instead we bring in a, another defensive midfielder. Um, additionally, Guven Yalcin enters the game for Rashid Gezal. Yeah, this is the 73rd had like, minute. Had like a heart attack when that was the substitution he chose. Um, like my my will to to live was gone. <laughs> I was just like, bro. There's, there's I remember you saying uh, direct, directly as a quote, I think you said, um, I'm heartbroken <laughs> that Hasich hasn't been brought into this match, which I thought was funny. But yeah, I think we all were a little, perhaps not as, as, as heartbroken as you, but certainly not happy about it. Um, and yet, sure enough, we, we would somehow, who, who else? Evron, what what happened in the 85th minute? Well, we've the family man with the plan yep. did the un, unthinkable. Uh, he ran to the back post for a tap-in. Yeah. Um, yep. A goal like we've I feel like we've seen him score this goal like ten times. Uh, it was a corner kick flicked on. So Ozan takes the corner to the near post. Nedjev flicks it on. 
to the back post and Laren is by himself and diving header at the back post. 1-0. We finally score a goal. Um, didn't really yep. have much going for us before that. Um, just one or two okay chances, but no, like, you know, it wasn't like a bombardment in the box. It was quite sluggish, but we got our goal off the set piece. The only new thing about it is that it wasn't done by Atiba and Gokan Gunul in some, some one or in some order between the two. Uh, that there yeah, are two new characters. First time. Yeah. At the front post. First time caller, long time listener. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for sure, that was that was fun, and we've seen it before. Uh, and so, sure enough, finally, 88th minute, Aydin Hasic would enter the match for Georges Cavan and Kudu. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Too little, too late. 88th minute. I was, I was just like, oh wow. I think Thanks. I said like how gr how uh, how gracious of Sergan to let him play like seven minutes. How generous. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, they would also make a bunch of subs. I won't even really go through them. I'll mention that Doan Erdogan would um, would leave the match in the 89th minute. Uh, third minute of extra time, Utku would get himself a yellow card. I don't remember it. I'm assuming it was probably because like, he yeah, took too he long on a kick. He wasn't taking a goal kick. He was just like not doing it. <laughs> it's funny. They only ever call that against us somehow. You know, Whenever we're, our, our opposition is doing that, to insane amounts. We, we rarely see a card, and yet here we are. Um, but yeah, and that's that would be it. There would be six minutes of extra time. Besiktas would win 1-0 in what could be the most boring match of the season, and I, I would be willing to bet we'll have very little to say much about. Um, Evron, any comments before you jump into stats? I mean, we don't have a lot of stats today, but if we did have them, I would say all of our XG probably came in the 85th minute and afterwards, like I think after Laren scored, we had two chances to score. Um, Guven, Guven whiffing yeah. them both. Yeah, I mean, of note, I I want to make a note of this. Um, Fabrice and Sakala could easily have had three assists. Um, he set up, I can't remember the first one, it was either Laren or, or Abubakar. I think it was Laren right in the beginning of the second half. Uh, yeah, and, that was and he bumped it on top of the goal or something. And then he set up Mensa really well. And the only problem might have been the height of it. And he tried to volley it. Yeah, basically, it just wide. other than the goal, um, all of our chances came from, I think, Nsakala crosses from the left. Yeah. So, and then the left, which is weird because, like, Nsakala's strength is his defense. But so he was pretty effective attacking here today. And the last one was was actually the most glaring, where it really dropped perfectly to Guven Yelchin, and all he really had to do was just pick a corner, and instead he found a way to like dribble it away. Oh, in classic wait, Guven style. At the end. So well, the yeah, Guven one, flubbed another one too. The first uh, which, one he passed it to the goalkeeper. We can say um, because he had an open shot, and I don't know where they like, off the first time he tapped it. The second one he. Took like a okay shot. The rebound came back, and Okudu hits a volley, and then it was cleared off the line by a defender. Um, yeah, but the shot wasn't even good because I mean, the shot was okay, but uh, he dribbled the wrong way, so he cut off his own angle. Yeah, his first touch, so wasn't so impressive. Um, but yeah, so another bit of a boner. <laughs> Oops, I'm going to have to beep that. Uh, uh, we'll call that another one of a, another bonehead sort of day from Guven Yelchin. Um, but whatever, we survived. Uh, we get to the 
quarterfinals of the National Cup. Uh, we do not know who we're going to play yet. Uh, we uh, are one of the four seeded teams. Say again? Zirat, Turkey. Or Ziyad Bankas of Turkey or something like that. Get the sponsor in there. Oh, yeah, we don't, we don't need to do that. They're not paying us. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, all in all, pretty good. I think there's a chance we could play Galatasaray in the next round because they're unseated somehow. Um, but besides them, it's, you know, a bunch of Anadolu, Super Most League sides, uh, Antalya. Um, suspects except Trabzon got eliminated last round. The hard object who doesn't make the cup, um, but you know of the the, the higher ranked teams in the league, Alanya is there, Fener is there, Gala is there. I guess Bashakshir, who was you know, good last year, is there. So um, the only upset I would say was uh, Antep lost to Konya, which wasn't ridiculous. So. Well, yes, yeah, their coach upset. is now gone. Sumudija fired. Um, well, yeah, but uh, they've already named that the four of the eight sides are seeded, uh, and we're one of the seeded sides. That's what I was mentioning. So, Galatasaray is one of the sides that's unseeded. Um, anyway, I mean, you can look it up if you really want to, but it's not that important for us. We'll, we'll let you know who we're going to play in the quarterfinals when they, when that news comes out. Speaking of news, though, um, well, no. Give us the stats, everyone. There's very few stats I had to the internet to try to find anything um, for like 10 minutes so according to this score app which I don't know because I found a screenshot of it online um, in Turkish uh, it says we had 56% possession at the end of the game sounds about right we had 12 total shots with five on target um, that sounds about right to me also and that reason I had seven shots with one on target yeah um, I remember the might, same. might have might have been two shots on target I don't really quite remember um we had seven corners for three i remember um, utku making not a very good save but it was because it was from a tight angle i mean it, it was the save was fine but the shot was at a tight angle so it's not like it was crazy but that was only the only yeah. real utku save i recall he caught it so that was good i guess wasn't much to do so um any other important stats there i sorry i cut you off i said we had seven corners three and there's not yeah there's very little stats um, to report on, uh, we committed 11 fouls apparently. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the most of those corners came in the second half. Um, yeah, we were really poor in the first half, especially early on in the match. We we were slow as f, slow af. Um, so let's talk then, I guess, like very briefly about our. Uh, let's sum this thing up. I'll name my man of the match. You guys probably all think it's... You, you assume I'm going to give it to Nsaka because what I was saying earlier. But actually, I'm going with Montero. I thought the young central defender was really solid uh, throughout the match. But particularly in the beginning when we were kind of weathering the little mini storm. Um, he prevented Utku from being challenged, which can never be a bad thing <laughs> given what we've seen of Utku at times. Uh, what do you think, everyone? You got a man yeah, of the match? Man. Fun fact about your man of the match, he just turned 22 today, so that's, you know, the birthday boy. Hey, hey. Um, I think, you know, I'm trying to pick someone else other than Montero. Um, from the starting 11, there was a lot of 
you know, <laughs> bad play. Riff raff. Yeah, uh, I mean, if I have to pick a man of the match, I mean, Encyclo was good in the second half. First half, I don't remember him. Nedjip was good at heading the ball, sucked at everything else. Um, I would have to go with Laren off the bench just because I think... Yeah, big impact the, player. Well, it wasn't like he was amazing. I think there was a couple times where I was like, Ugh, but, you know, he... he got three chances to score i would say um yeah one right when he came on he kind of flubbed it uh then one that mm-hmm. deflected off the crossbar i was pretty close and then he scored um so you know at least he got in positions uh, which i think the flub was the one that Insakula gifted him and he yeah uh but yeah i i think that's a pretty decent pick honestly certainly yeah. um he's getting a rep now yeah? there's just there wasn't very many options other than montero so <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, he's the the family man's getting a rep for sure among our fan base. Supposedly, there's they're writing songs for him already. Uh, it's been a hell of a season for the kid. You got to admit that they're having a great year because you can't call yeah. him a kid. I can call it's him a 25. kid. Twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> he's older than you. So, um, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not sure if I said on air or we said on air, but I think I know I said it in, in writing that I said you know I foresaw potential for Laren to be. I think on air I said he's not a title winning striker, but he's a striker you can win the title with. I believe those are the words I said on air. Um, yeah, and I've so always been a fan of the. Fa- I gave him the nickname, the Family Man. No, I mean, I, and I said I said this before that it was all sort of fun and games for the most part. But at the same time, it's a legit narrative that when when that we were told that uh, he came back with more focus, we all knew he played well supposedly in Belgium. Uh, certainly, I I can't say that I saw it for myself. I'm not a Zulte Varagem <laughs> viewer, to be fair, uh, but yeah, no, I definitely, um, I bought the narrative. I was curious about it. I thought I, I'm. I've also, I what I really was a fan of, and I did say at the time is that we can't just keep letting these guys go for free, and that we have to do our best to maximize players' value and give them enough time to show if they have any value or not before we discard them. Because this idea of, of spending money. And then letting go guys go for free like Jermaine Lenz and Isinat Milan and all these others, you know that's that's certainly not a sustainable business model. Um, so yeah, I, I was all about at least seeing what Laren had in him, given what we were hear, what we were hearing about him. So yeah, it's great to see. Um, but yeah, so I think that about covers the match as far as man of the match with uh, Montero and Laren. Um, Obviously, a huge match incoming with Galatas today, and we're going to be back for the recap of that one shortly. Um, there is some news, though, isn't there, Evron? Uh, before we go, let's quickly drop some knowledge on these listeners. Um, so we've got an, a definite no from a potential transfer target. And we also have some real serious news from the TFF and some seriously good news at that. What do you want to do, everyone? The good news or the bad news? I guess we'll do the bad news first. I mean, I'm not sure if it's like I officially it, I no, but it's like almost officially no. For me, it's good one, good two. I I, I don't I I, yeah. I didn't like this move anyway, to be honest. But go on with it. What, what, what do we yeah, got? So Manzukic, who we did make an offer for, it's looking very unlikely that he'll come. Um, AC Milan wants him, so if AC Milan A has more money than we do. 
if no not even if eh yeah, since so it's yeah since they have more money than we do um and you know they are it's not like we're in europe or anything um nope. they're in this area so you know we have one croatian they have one croatian maybe even two so it's not like they we have any advantage over them even their um, turks are better than us no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> so um and he gets to play with ibra if he goes there but um right. yeah it's i think the Sir John Dickman, who was like, you know, the, the best friend with the board or whatever, um, he said it's like very difficult. Choke sore is what he said. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically, um, unless we just spend, like, offer more than Milan does, but I don't think we're willing to spend that much money, so. Nah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, sorry, any Manzukic fans out there, it doesn't sound like, like it's too likely. Uh, and it means back to the drawing board. I don't know. I mean, it could be that Laren has bought himself the spot with his uh, clutch performances, but we shall see. And we'll certainly be back to you with news on that front. Um, other news, everyone, and this is definitely more on the positive side. Uh, it's not even debatable in this case, I'd say. Um, the TFF. What have they announced? Yeah, out of nowhere. I didn't really see any news of this until like an hour before it was announced officially that uh, they increased the foreigner limit to 16 for the rest of the season um maybe next season also it was kind of unclear yeah i hope it is but uh which is great for the rest of the season so and it's from 14 to 16 and so as most of you guys and gals maybe uh no um we have three guys extra who are foreigners in tyler boyd Germain Lenz and Nicolas Isimat Milan. Four if you count Douglas. Doug, Sorry. Doug, yeah. Four. <laughs> Dougie not so fresh. Um, but so then uh, what this means is that we have now two more spots. Tyler Boyd's definitely back. That was already going to happen theoretically. Um, it means we don't necessarily have to discard anyone else if we don't want to. Like if if one of the main reasons Sergan was holding off on Lijic was the foreigner limit and the idea that we were definitely gonna have to get rid of him because he wasn't being a, a much of a contributor um that's off the table i guess i don't know i mean i don't know if that was a factor we shall see uh and it means that even if liayich stays there's still one spot free for a foreigner um i think from the sounds of it we're prioritizing striker and central defender um not central midfielder which is a bit surprising to me but uh what do you what do you think everyone yeah, it's been a pretty quiet transfer window so far in Turkey in general, and especially us. We haven't, no one has left yet, which was kind of what we wanted um, the most. But um, I think it's good that I don't know when when Boyd can be registered. I'm not sure if he'll be like registered for the Gala game. I mean, that's that makes sense if he's registered for that. And I just haven't seen any reports for it. Um, but still, I'm assuming you can only name 12 in the in the match day squad. So even if he's registered, doesn't mean he'll necessarily be in the squad, but it'll be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll make it, so. maybe they'll make it 14 or 13. You know, who knows? Maybe that's still fluid. Uh, we will inform everyone again, as far as that goes, but I, I, I haven't heard anything in, in that regard. Um, but so, yeah, a win. We're, we're on to the quarterfinals uh, against an as of yet unnamed opponent. Stay tuned for news of that. 
Stay tuned for the follow-up to our huge, absolutely huge derby match upcoming against Galatasaray. We are the home side. Uh, the match is this coming Sunday, January 17th, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, for those of us on the East Coast of the United States, check your local listings. As always, um, should be prime time wherever you are, uh, even if it's in the morning, because it's going to be for us. Prime breakfast time, as it might be. Brunch time, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, any any parting comments, everyone? Um, very hurt that Hostage didn't get to play again. Um, I missed Gekante. He didn't get to play. Um, and I, I know I won't be able to see him this weekend, but, um, you know, I kind of, I, I was almost believing in the old days, you know, like, I was, you know, maybe Lige will come back in form, maybe get Contero won't get hurt, maybe he'll let Hostage play, um, I guess, you know, Sergen's being very, uh, curmudgeon-y, I guess, <laughs> word, you know. Uh, he's certainly not so flexible on, on, on yeah. some of those fronts there. But certainly, I guess, also regarding the foreigner limit, it's good news for Hasich and his prospect of staying um, and not being loaned out. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, crossed fingers in, on, on all fronts. And obviously, for this upcoming match, that's the, in, the, in the biggest way. Uh, huge match. Can't stress it enough. A win against Galatasaray would really uh cement things for us as far as our status atop the league at the moment um but yeah. even just a draw would be pretty fun also i'll take whatever i can get um follow us on twitter follow us on instagram you can find the details in the description of our episode wherever you listen to our podcast um i'm cutting things brief now you hear that as always, go basic time! Out, everyone. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.